What's up, y'all, and welcome into a fantastic edition of the Jack Vita Show today. Oh my goodness, so we have some amazing news to share. Um, and by the way, before I get into that, I want to thank you all for tuning in. If you like today's show, please hit subscribe. We've had some fun episodes lately with some reality TV cast members and athletes, and I'm certain we'll have plenty more of those coming out soon. Uh, but man, we have some awesome, awesome news to share because our very own Haley Jordan, who has been on this show a few times before, she was just crowned Miss Indiana USA for 2023, and she will be competing in the Miss USA pageant in Reno, Nevada later this year. So I don't want to waste any time. I want to welcome her in right now. Haley, where's the sash? Oh, it's actually in the trunk of my car. Yes. <laughs> I was just at Wish TV on a media appearance, and we're always told, put it put the crown and sash back in your bag when you walk anywhere, especially, you know, downtown. So it's living safely in my trunk right now in its little satin bag. <laughs> That's great. Okay, take good care of that thing. You're going to be using a lot of it over the next year. Yes, I am. I've already gotten makeup on it. So makeup wipes, baby wipes are going to be my best friend. <laughs> so for those who may not know Haley, Haley's a sports reporter. She's also a great friend of mine. Someone that I honestly like, Haley, you're one of the people I trust like more than most people in my life. Well, thank you. I so appreciate it. Good. That's one of my goals is to be a safe source for everybody. So yeah. thank you, Jack. Right back at you. Yeah. So Haley's a great friend and it's fun because the first time we had her on, she was fresh out of college. She had just graduated and she's since gone on. I mean, it's been two and a half years since then. She's since gone on to do some really big things uh, in the sports media world as a sports reporter, uh, she's done a lot of broadcasts on ESPN Plus for volleyball. She's done some sidelines. Uh, any other sports in addition to volleyball, Haley? Basketball. basketball. I'm now a basketball analyst as well. So adding that to the wheelhouse. Yes. And she's been crushing it over there. And now she's working with the Indianapolis Indians of uh, the, tri the AAA affiliate of the Pittsburgh Pirates. And she's the pregame, postgame show host. She's an in-game MC. So she's really taken off over the last two year two and a half years. And it was fun because I felt like, I just feel like Haley's kind of like a first round draft pick that <laughs> plucked right out of college. And I invested in her early. I'm like, she's going to be a star. Um, and now she's she surpassed me. She's a much bigger name than I am. She was already. <laughs> No, but thank you so much for believing in me and my journey. I, yeah, I remember when I was first on here, just fresh out of IU. By the way, love the love the Hoosier polo. Got a I wore it for you. University, I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, it's it's crazy to think where I've ended up in the past two and a half years. Yeah, working for Indians. I'm actually headed over there today to interview one of their players, and then also working with Indy Eleven too, the soccer team that's here. They're part of the USL Championship. And I am their new docu-series host. They're putting out a TV show. I've wow. never been on a TV show, and I'm the official host. Have been running around interviewing a bunch of players who hope to make Indy 11's preseason training camp. And so that's been great fun. And then also, yep, you had a, the nail on the head, Jack. ESPN Plus, always looking for freelance opportunities for that. And then starting my high school broadcasting position here within the next week. So wish me luck with that. That is going to be a new <laughs> territory for me 
She's a very busy lady. Uh, we, she was able to carve out a little bit of time to catch up today and talk about her journey uh, over the past several months. And really, I mean, she's also got an amazing faith story and amazing testimony. So um, I don't want to waste too much time, Haley. I think first the best place to start is, well, we should also mention the reason why you're already a big name is because you're Miss Indiana uh, in the Miss America pageant six years ago in 2017. Yes. Now you cross over and do Miss USA. Uh, I guess the best place to start first and foremost is how can you uh, explain the differences between those pageants and really what made you want to get back out there and do this thing again? This is a fantastic question because a lot of my community is very confused. They said to me, oh my gosh, you won again. And I said, no. <laughs> I shut that down so fast. I said, no, I did not. But yes, fabulous question. So six years ago, I was crowned Miss Indiana within the Miss America organization. And the primary difference is Miss America is a scholarship-based organization. So the winners receive a huge scholarship to go to the university of their choice, whether that's a bachelor's degree, getting master's, doctorate, you name it. There's also a talent component in that competition. And back when I did it six years ago, there was a swimsuit competition. There's, there is not anymore. Um, but then nowadays I have transferred over to the Miss USA organization. Thank goodness I don't have to sing on stage anymore. There is no <laughs> talent competition. So this past weekend, I just competed in an interview judges are looking at resume, everything you've accomplished. So of course they were digging into me about my sports career, which I love. And then swimsuit and gown. So that's just all the stage stuff. Very low key, very easy weekend. You just kind of walk in, compete and see how it ends up. But those are the primary differences. As far as what made me hop back into pageants, that's also a huge part of my story. After I was, well, actually, when I was crowned Miss Indiana in Miss America organization, about two weeks later, my mom, Susan, was diagnosed with a glioblastoma brain cancer two weeks after I had won. And she said to me, you need to keep this title, go on as many appearances as possible. I will be just fine. So she had brain surgery and I was singing the national anthem the next day on an appearance. And she told me, she made me, she said, go to all these appearances, please. And, um, the surgery was successful. Chemo and radiation was successful. She ended up going to Miss America with me. She was on chemo at Miss America. When I went to give up my title, she was on chemo and she was in remission for about two and a half years. And then 2020 comes around, her cancer comes back. We always knew that was a possibility, but I had just kind of thought, you know, she's been about three years clean of cancer. I just never thought it would come back, but it did. And unfortunately, she passed away December 12, 2020 in home hospice. After that, I said to myself, you know what? Nope, I'm never competing again. People asked me multiple times if I would do the USA organization. I said no, because if my mom's not here, you know, there's no point. That's what we did together. That was our thing. She had been my go-to since I started competing at 12 years old. But then once I started really focusing on my career, focusing on grief counseling, mental health counseling, I had a very talented grief specialist who specialized in trauma. I really started to feel called back to pageant land. I um, took five years off 
after giving up my Miss Indiana crown. And I thought, what sets my soul on fire? And I kept coming back to the pageant community and all of the friends and wonderful mentors I had met. So I hopped back into it last year, was first runner up, still had a lot of work to do as far as grief journey and mental health counseling, took the year to do that. And then this year must have been my lucky year because I won and I'm headed to Miss USA. I competed on the hashtag joy. My mom always said, never let anyone or things steal your joy. So everywhere I go, I'm just competing and appearing in her honor. So that's kind of the long story, but I'm so blessed to be here and happy that I chose to get back into it. And I know that some people who are listening uh, might not be too familiar with the pageant world. And there's a bit of a stigma attached to the pageant world and as well as pageant girls. And the pageant girls that I know, you and Larissa, could be further from what people attach the stigma to and what they think of a pageant girl. So I'd love for you to kind of explain and defend and talk about why this uh, pageant world is really cool and important to you. Yeah, shout out Larissa Bonacquisti Summer now. She is now married, but she's my Miss Louisiana. We went to yeah. Miss America together six years ago. And she's, she's been on this show too. Yes, she sure, she sure has. You need to interview every state. That that could be a great goal. <laughs> we but can as, start another podcast, yes, Ellie. Literally, we interview every pageant queen, and eventually you help me find one to date and marry. <laughs> exactly. They are the most <laughs> exceptional women to date. Yes, quick plug. But as far as... Um, now I'm wondering what your question... Oh, defending, defending the, the pageant girl. Yes. When I started at 12 years old, I had diagnosed anxiety, diagnosed OCD. I was not doing well. I was in mental health counseling back then for completely different reasons than I am now. And when I got a letter show up at my doorstep to compete in a pageant, I think my mom was like, what is this? Is this a scam? And she let me do it. We did it anyways. And from that day forward is the day when my life truly changed because those pageants gave me the friendships, the confidence that I don't know where I would have been able to find had it not been for the pageant community. I say it all the time. Pageants truly saved my life. It is not just stage stuff and competition. That is 2% of what we do all year long, maybe even 1%. I was on stage this past weekend for a total of four minutes. They, I had to make my first impression in four minutes, and I have 365 days to go on appearances, to be a public speaker, to be an advocate for all that I care about, domestic violence awareness, grief support journey, everything in between. And what I'm finding and have found in my over decade of competing is that these women truly want to make a difference. Are they beautiful? Sure. They are really good at hair and makeup. Yes, they are. They are really good at finding a fantastic gown and looking great on stage. But what they're the best at is just being good humans. They are so exceptional. This year so far in our Miss USA class, we have lawyers, we have an astronaut, we have doctors, we have a sports reporter. Hello. Hey, <laughs> we have a lot of remarkable women that is going to be great for not only our pageant network, but our professional network. I was in Miss Wisconsin's wedding five years ago. We are the best of friends, and I know that's not always portrayed, but it definitely is true, at least here in Indiana. So this is the pageant that people might associate, or they, they should know because it f feeds into Miss Universe. So yes. what is this next stage now? What happens now between now and your next pageant, and how do you... How do you kind of enjoy being Miss Indiana while also preparing for the next round? 
Yeah, I think the best way to prepare to be Miss USA is to act like it. Go on appearances. Do as many things that you can here in your state. You have more to talk about in your interview then when you go to interview for Miss USA. We're not exactly sure when that pageant will be. We are guessing September or October in Reno, Nevada. We're hoping, we're just waiting for that text message. <laughs> but as far as what the preparation looks like, Kinley, my teen, Miss Indiana Teen USA and I, we have had an appearance every single day so far and are showing no signs of slowing down. We love to get out in the community. We have gone to Atlanta already to purchase. Our, our sponsor is Ashley Renee's and she bought us Sherry Hill gowns, got to meet Sherry Hill, the designer ourselves. That's already done. We have a personal trainer with Josh Rogers Fitness. Herculean meal prep supplies all of our meals leading up to Miss USA, two meals a day. It's crazy. We have interview coaches, Maria Smith and Maria Montgomery, who are former title holders, who really pour into us and make sure that we're prepared for that Miss USA and Miss Teen USA interview. And we have a wonderful director, Jay Scott, who's the director of Miss Indiana USA. We call him the one check wonder because he always says that we are not allowed to pay for our meals when we go to dinner and get ice cream. And we're like, okay, say less. That is much appreciated. So he has definitely spoiled us, knows all of our favorite restaurants and snacks. As far as enjoying this title, you know, the preparation is enjoyment. This is what I love to do. It does not feel like work to me. It doesn't feel like a burden. Anytime I can prepare to better myself, not only for Miss USA, but just to make myself a better Haley, is time well spent and time well invested. So I'm, I am enjoying the whole entire ride, preparation, appearances, you name it. Awesome. Well, I'd love to go a little deeper into your story with overcoming grief and mental health issues and also i know that your faith in the lord jesus christ is extremely important to you uh it you can see it in the way that you live your life and the way that you treat others so i would love to just kind of hear your story on all of that and how have you you know how first of all how did you come to know christ and was there a time where that became more important or at the center of your life i was baptized as a baby and I always grew up Christian. My mom was a strong Christian. My dad still is a strong Christian despite everything that's happened. So I grew up in the church. I was very blessed in that form, going to vacation Bible school, Sunday school. Even when I went to college at IU, which can be a very crazy environment, as most of you know, big, big 10 school, I still had to go to church every single week. I went Thursday nights actually, and tried to maintain a strong faith. However, I will say that I did make some mistakes here and there, as one does in college. And the time when I really started thinking, okay, I need, to, I need to make this the center of my life was last year, which is so embarrassing to say because it took me 24 years to really put Christ at the center of my whole entire life. Before, had I somehow passed away back then, I knew where I was going. I knew I'd go to heaven. I still know that. But now I am making a conscious effort to really put Christ at the center of my life because without him, I am nothing. I have nothing. I am nothing without our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the reason that I put so much faith into him and who he is and how he loves us is actually because Jesus has been the biggest supporter of me on this grief journey. My mom on her deathbed talked about how beautiful heaven was and was saying to everybody, oh my gosh, it's beautiful here. I will never forget her laying in that bed and putting her hand up and saying, it's so beautiful. You would love it. 
And just the fact that God gave me a peek into where my mom would be headed was something that I can, I mean, that's better than winning Miss Indiana USA. That's better than being a sports reporter is getting that confirmation that mom's in heaven. She's doing great, better than all of us. That's for sure. (laughs) She's just killing it up there, having so much fun. And um, I realized because of that, And because of how I want my life to turn out, I've really got to give it all to God and Jesus. I didn't think my mom would die when I was 22. So that just tells me that my plan that I have for my life, her plan, it's not going to get followed. And so I just have to put all of my trust in God. And I've done that. And he hasn't led me wrong. He's really helped me on this grief journey. And now I'm here to help others too. That's amazing, Haley, because I've been really studying a lot of theology lately and i've been reading up on there's a a big movement right now going on called deconstruction where Mm -hmm. people grew up in the faith and something caused them to move away from their faith and deconstruct it and kind of adopt a different form of christianity than the historical biblical christianity and one thing that causes a lot of people to deconstruct their faith or abandon their faith entirely is being in a situation like the one you were in where you just have faith and believe, well, God always heals. God always Mm -hmm. answers prayer. So why would he allow this to happen? And then you go through a loss like the one you did, which I can't imagine what that was like, but you went through that. And what that can happen for a lot of people is they can entirely say, well, how could God allow this to happen? Which we always ask that question. But the conclusion that some people draw is therefore there is no God or therefore like my thought of who I thought God was isn't that. And it can cause people to move away. But I think what's really interesting and what is powerful about your story is it didn't cause you to deconstruct your faith. It caused you to reconstruct your faith and and go deeper into relying on Christ to bring you through that season. Thank you, Jack. And yeah, everything you said is so very true. A lot of times when people experience trauma, it doesn't have to be a death. It could be a sexual assault. It could be anything that's traumatizing. They will turn to alcohol. They'll turn to drugs they will turn to crime. You know, you name it. There's a lot of avenues out there of quick fixes that people think will fix them and heal their heart. And it might work for 10 minutes. You know, you might have a fun night out and hammered off of alcohol, but it's not going to restore your whole entire being. And that's something that I knew I had to do was restore all of my hope, my trust, my faith in God. It was already there. I I already had a great foundation, but I just knew that I needed to really put it in concrete and really say to God, hey, here I am. I don't know where you're going to lead me. I don't know why this had to happen to me, but I know that you know what's best for me. And the amount of times that I've seen his divine timing, even just within the last year of explaining that to him has been magnificent. And I would advise anybody who's interested in learning more about who Jesus is to either crack open a Bible, listen to Sadie Robertson's podcast, (laughs) whoa, that's good. Talk to friends like Jack, like you, who will encourage you, not judge you for your past. Hey, we've all got rocky past, but to really just support you and say, hey, that old you, that's all washed away because Jesus loves you today and tomorrow. Even if you continue to mess up, he still loves you and we're not here to judge, but that's it. That's one of my missions. I have to use my mom's death in a positive light and that's how I choose to do it. As you sort of alluded to every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. Mm-hmm. Sure do. And, uh, nobody's perfect. 
I think everybody's heard that. Hannah Montana even says that. God <laughs> says that. Everybody says that. Nobody's perfect. I'm not. A lot of times people might look at my social media and think it think that because I put my best stuff on there. I'm a reporter. Now I have a title to uphold and to put the best stuff out there, which is great. But even today I made a live video that's a little more casual. Like, hey, guys, I'm in my car. I've been in my car for two hours just prepping to go to work because I want people to see that while the lifestyle I live right now is truly a little more glamorous than it has been in the past. <laughs> I'm still just Haley. I'm yeah. from Pittsburgh, Indiana. I love corn on the cob. I eat <laughs> way too much sweets. I'm kind of goofy. And you know, that people just need to know I'm not perfect. I have a great life right now and I hope it continues to stay this way. <laughs> to be honest, this is awesome. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I want people to know that I did not get here on a perfect resume. Yeah. And we're all going to go through those seasons where we're up, seasons where we're down. And I know you and I have talked to each other when we've been through different seasons of life where it's like, wow, you know, like there have been times where I feel like when we've talked, it's been like, I'm up right now and Haley's down here right now or the other way around. Haley's up here and I'm down here. But like, that's the great thing about Christian community is being able to, like you said, have friends like for me, like Haley or some of the other people that we featured on this show recently, for instance, Brooke Struck from Survivor, Danny Boatwright from Survivor, um, some other people we that we can encourage each other and show each other like, you know what? You're going through this right now. I'm praying for you. I'm going to support you. How can I help you through this? And just speak life into each other, but also remind each other of biblical truths and not worldly uh, sayings that people like to say that might not necessarily be biblical. Yes, Jack. As far as having friends that know more than you do about scripture that can reference biblical practices, that is the most beautiful gift. Um, to even hear a different perspective that other people have is something that's really helped me in my life. My perspective on the Bible is going to be different than yours, or my look outlook on a verse is going to be different than yours. And so I feel like it's the best thing to surround yourself with people who know more than you do or who have a different perspective. Well, mostly people who know God's word and they could, yeah. they can have the same perspective as you. And that's, that's good too, but mostly just people that are focused on Christ. And that's what you're saying is if you're someone who's listening to this and you've, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be confident in saying that there's probably at least one person who's listening to this who maybe grew up in the faith and has wandered away from it. And now they're like, I don't know how to come back. Cause this is all, all this stuff you guys are saying is resonating with me. Um, and I guess the thing I could say, like you said, is it's okay to come back. It's okay to be humble. Like this is, we aren't going to judge you. Like if someone, if you're someone who's listening to this and you've known me for a long time and we haven't talked in a long time, but something we're saying is connecting here you can approach me and we can talk about jesus and Haley, i think you would say the same absolutely i am going to be a safe source for anything that's always been my mission is to my dms are open my text messages are open um especially if it's to talk about the love of jesus christ and everything else in between whether that's work advice anything if i can help in any way that's what i'm here for that's my job all right, we got a few more minutes here. Uh, how about before we go, I'm going to ask you a couple more things. Number one, uh, how about your relationship with Christ and dealing with mental health? Tell me a little bit about your mental health journey. 
Yes, I had this lovely thing, what you call delayed grief, and I did not know what it was, was not educated on it until I was going through it. But basically what it is, it's a form of grief that happens when you least expect it. When somebody passes away, and it's a very traumatizing experience, for instance, what happened to me, your brain will do anything it possibly can to protect you and to make sure that you can go on living your life the most comfortable as you possibly can. But eventually it's going to catch up to you. So at my mom's funeral, I sang hallelujah. I was greeting people as if it were a pageant. People were worried about me. They were like, are you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. And then when I moved to Illinois for my first job, I worked over at WIFR as a sports anchor and producer over there. I was in my apartment one day and all of a sudden it just, it was literally a moment where it completely hit and I was just, you know, delirious. It was scary. I had never, ever had depression before, but it really scared me because I've always been a very joyful, happy person. And when you feel that dark and you feel that horribly and all you want is your mom and you can't have her, you don't know what to do. So I immediately got rushed into see a grief counselor and she helped me for a while. She helped me realize everything I was experiencing was very normal and actually kind of on pace slash on track in my grief journey. She helped me there, but I just couldn't stay in Illinois. I had to be near my dad, my brother, my community, my biggest support system. And so thankfully I got a sports job back in Indianapolis. I packed up my whole apartment in a day, moved back from Illinois. Thankfully my bosses understood as I wasn't under contract. Um, and then I started to rebuild and heal here in Indiana, which is the best thing that I could have ever done for myself and actually for my career too. But as far as what does the mental health journey look like now, it was a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to invest in yourself to get up and go to trauma counseling. It's not always fun. That counselor is going to tell you things you don't want to hear and is going to be really tough on you so that you can make sure that you heal from this and that this doesn't linger for the next decade or it doesn't spill over into areas of your life. And I'm just so thankful to my grief counselor who I found here in Indiana, who took the time to pour into me and just be my biggest supporter the last session I had with her, she was like, I am so proud of you. I'm so excited. You have gone leaps and bounds since a year ago when I first saw you. And that was such music to my ears because back when I was in the thick of grief and depression, I did not think I was ever going to be happy again. I was very, that was my biggest fear because it was such a foreign feeling to me to be that upset. But I'm here to tell anybody that no matter what you go through, that that is the worst thing that I feel could ever happen to me in my life. It already happened at 22, unless if one day I were to lose a child or something like that. This is the worst thing to ever happen to me. And if I can overcome that, if I can do that and get up and still be a reporter and still be Miss Indiana USA, you Heck all can yeah. do it too. You can do it no matter what has happened to you. I know some people have lost multiple people. They've lost grandparents, they've lost siblings, friends, parents. And I don't know what that's like to lose that many people, but I do know what it's like to have to pull yourself back up. And I'm telling you, it's so possible to do. You could do it. All right. That was amazing, by the way. And I've got a couple real quick things before we say goodbye for now. Number one, I know you're a big Survivor fan, Haley. We're going to see you on the island in a year or two when you're, when you, after you win Miss Universe. 
that is my next goal. Jack, you know I'm obsessed with the show. I, oh my gosh. Yes, I've been in the auditioning process for that before the last three years. I'm allowed to say that now because I'm not under their contract anymore. And I did not get end up getting chosen or cast that season. But you better believe when I give up this Miss Indiana USA crowd, <laughs> that's the next goal is to end up in Fiji. So catch me on CBS. <laughs> what's the, what's your strategy going to be when they cast you? Mm. Well, I can't tell you my game strategy yes. in case yep. there's future contestants watching. Yes. But as far as what's my strategy to get noticed, oh my gosh, my <laughs> audition videos are always so insane. I'm like, welcome to Pittsburgh, Indiana. I'm Haley Jordan. Like, I'm a sports reporter. And now I can add the USA crown in there too. Last time they told me I wasn't tough enough. And I'm like, actually, you're wrong. Would we like to rephrase that? Um, because of everything that I've been through. They like a story. It is TV. I have that in leaps and bounds i have so much to share i'm i think i'm decent on tv since oh, that's yeah. my career yeah. <laughs> so well like, the other thing is you're gonna you know how to answer questions you're, you know how to give a good sound bite and give a good quote and that's what they're looking for well thank you i will just be as you know outgoing as possible so that's hopefully next on the agenda and hopefully that's in god's plan for me all right, we're in the dead of summer right now. Uh, there's a lot of baseball going on, and we're in the dog, heading into the dog days of summer. But football season's around the corner. Do you have a Super Bowl pick, or how do you think the Indiana athletics teams are going to do this season? <laughs> as far as Indiana athletics, this will be the first year in a couple of years why I'm not covering them, just because I got a new job. So I'm excited to support them as a fan. Indiana football, stand by. We'll see. Um, Taven <laughs> Jackson, I don't know if he's going to be the starting quarterback or if they're going to look at Brendan Sorsby. Uh, I bet Tom Allen will release that if he hasn't already, um, you know, probably within a week before. Um, and then I don't know about football. Basketball is looking great. The women's team especially Ooh, is yeah. a national contender. They were last year, just got unlucky in the tournament. The men's team, I'm also very excited. I'm a huge Mike Woodson fan and very thankful for what he's done for the program. They have a lot of great recruits. Xavier Johnson's back at the point guard, so we love to see that. As far as football, let's go NFL. You know that's Jack, your favorite. Yes, you know I'm always rooting for Chiefs. I want to go for that three-peat ring for Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. People told me in college when I said if he remains healthy, Patrick Mahomes, if he remains healthy and he remains with a team such as the Chiefs, he could be better than Tom Brady. People thought I was insane. And now look at him. He's like 27 and he's has two rings already. I'm like, guys, just sit, sit down. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is the best. I've been watching him on quarterback, too, on Netflix, and that's just been a really big treat. So, yeah, Chiefs all the way. All right. I think I knew you, where you're going to go with that one. Uh, and speaking of Indiana quarterbacks, it's too bad Mike Penix Jr. isn't still there because, man, he killed it last year at Washington. Let me tell you, he is such a stand-up guy, too. We really enjoyed covering him and interviewing him, fill-in-the-blank, everything. He was awesome, but he just couldn't stay healthy at Indiana. He did not have the offensive line that he needed. There was always something wrong with his foot, I feel like, or whatever. He had multiple injuries. And, you know, I was sad that he ended up transferring, but super happy for his success that he's had over in Washington because he's going to be Washington. a high draft pick this coming year. Well, Haley, you crushed it today. And I know things are very busy. So thank you for making time for our show as always. Uh, how can people get behind you and support you on this journey over the next several months? 
Yes. Well, you can always follow me on my socials. That's at Miss INUSA on Instagram. Ooh. My personal is TV Haley Jordan. I'm also always on that account as well. That's the best way to support. If you ever want me to appear on a podcast or show or you have an event going on in the Midwest, you just let us know and me and my team Kinley would love to join you. That would be great. I'm sure that they would love to have you. Are you still doing Twitter or now X, I guess, is what we're... It's not Twitter anymore. <laughs> yeah, I saw the new logo. I was like, huh, this is a little scary, but I sure. I was very confused by that. Very confused. Sure. Yes, I'm Haley Jordan TV on Twitter. That's mostly work-related, so you're going to see all my sports stuff on yeah. Twitter. Well, that's... I mean, this is a sports show, so obviously... Perfect. You know, this is... You're a master of many trades, so... <laughs> I can't say you're a jack of all trades because I'm the jack of all trades. But exactly, Jack Vita <laughs> is the jack of all trades. <laughs> all right, well, um, Haley, this was amazing. Let's do it again this football season. Come back on, talk some football after you win that uh, Miss USA crown. Hey, thank you. I love to manifest that. We'll see if it's in the plan. <laughs> thank you for being such a good friend and a true supporter of me, Jack. I appreciate it so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for making time for us. Of course. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. That concludes our conversation today with the wonderful Haley Jordan. Best of luck to her at the Miss USA pageant. We'll keep you guys posted on that. And hopefully in a few months, we'll be celebrating a Miss USA championship uh, and talking some sports. Uh, like I said, I know she has been extremely busy. So it was great for her to fit us in for a short bit. Uh, and talk about her story, which I think is really powerful um, and hopefully uplifting, encouraging, and positive to all of you who tuned in. So if you guys like today's episode and you want to listen to more episodes of the Jack Vita Show, make sure you hit subscribe so that way you don't miss out on any of the great content that we have coming out. Uh, we'll be talking more with, as I mentioned, athletes, uh, entertainers, people from the world of reality TV. We did some episodes recently with cast members of the Peacock show, The Traders, which uh, was a big hit and got nominated for an Emmy Award uh, just last week. So that show came out earlier this year. Make sure you listen in on those conversations, uh, especially the ones with Michael Davidson and Amanda Clark Stoner. Wow. Incredible testimonies of overcoming really difficult situations and putting their faith in Jesus Christ. And we also had a great conversation with Bam. Uh, Bam talked a little bit about his faith. Um, we talked a lot about sports. Uh, his, and we talked, of course, about the time on the show that each of these people had. So, like I said, hit subscribe to the Jack Vita Show and turn on notifications so you don't miss out on any of the great content that we have coming soon. And on, oh, and you can also follow me on social media at Jack Vita Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until our next episode, I'm Jack Vita. Bring in the dance of the lobsters. <laughs>